up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the Main Event Heat Podcast. I am your host, Rob Weathers, and this week I sit down with my good friend, one-third of exotic youth, Bryce Cannon. Now, if you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you know that I think very highly of exotic youth. I put all three of them on my my top 10 wrestlers to watch in 2022. I believe I gave their stable fifth place, I want to say. And they've been doing big things this year. Bryce was just on AEW TV recently with a couple of the guys from BGU. Shout out to Jack Jamison Ryan and Brandon the Bull Bullock. Me and Bryce have been talking for a while about doing this interview. It's it's come up in conversation several times over the last few months. Uh, We want to get an interview together with all of the members of Exotic Youth. They've got some great WrestleMania weekend stories that they want to tell, but we we didn't really get into those here because I wanted Mosley and Pepperbottom here for that. But this was a fun interview nonetheless. Bryce was the very first person that I ever interviewed whenever I was a part of Talk and Shop and I was getting footage for their Patreon show at the uh, Larry Otto shows before I before I ever actually became a commentator for Larry Otto. Bryce was the first guy that I sat down and did an interview with, and that's the first thing that he brings up whenever we do this one. And it was it was fun. It was a nice little trip down memory lane, and we talked a lot about the career of Bryce Cannon. If you guys do not know, if you guys have not followed Bryce Cannon, please, for the love of God, check this guy out. He he's I, I shit you not, and I'm not saying this because he's my friend. I'd be saying this regardless. He's one of the most talented guys I've ever worked with. He, he understands this business on a level that a lot of people that have been in it for as long as he has just don't. You know, he's, he's very much got a veteran's mindset whenever it comes to his character and how to portray himself in front of people. And I really respect Bryce, but I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke any longer. I'm going to let you guys hear it all from the man himself. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my very special interview with Bryce Cannon. You know, it's good to be talking to you. A lot has happened since the last time that we talked. And I want to say the last time we did one of these was Lions. A uh, long time ago, yeah. Lions, let me check my volume here, make sure this is good. Pump that up a little bit. Yeah, Lions, Georgia. Lions, Georgia, February 2021. When I was with Talking Shop, you were my That's first right. you were my first interview with Talking Shop. Yep, and that Bob Keller guy tried to ruin the whole thing. And if Bob Keller shows back up, so for everybody listening, we we're in Dublin, Georgia right now. Me and Bryce got Larry Otto tonight, just like it was a Larry Otto show that first time we got yep. to sit down and talk. Uh, Bob Keller is not in the building right now, but he did inform me that if he does show up during this interview, he is going to fuck it up just like he did the last one. You know, he's always gotta steal someone's spotlight. You know? He does, he does. Well he doesn't have any of his own anymore. You know? <laughs> He takes he takes that opportunity with Skyler as much yeah, as he can. I was You'll about be, to say he can only feed off of Skyler yeah. so much. <laughs> but I want to talk. You know, it, it's been a, like you said a year and a half since that last interview. I think at that time it's safe to say the frat daddy hadn't really gotten his feet under him That's as far right. as yep. as far as the wrestling world is concerned. I want to specifically talk about 2021 right now. There is the picture, and you just you referred it to me as the Ultimo Dragon Run recently, which is a perfect way to put it. There's a picture. If anybody that, that looks up Bryce Cannon on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, you've got what is it, six, seven, eight belts? Yeah, I want to say it's six. Let me pull it up and make sure I'm not lying to but you. But you had this run last year. You and all of the exotic youth guys, Pepperbottom and Mosley, you guys just just tore through Georgia and even South Carolina and God knows where else, and just just collected belts. Every, how the fuck does that feel? Just going through and picking up belts every fucking promotion you work. 
you know, it was. As we say that, the guy that just stole your belt's walking by right now. Well, we he, remember, we remember he didn't beat you he, for the belt. Yeah, and that that's where my issue lies tonight. Honestly, was with Had Fran security. Francisco. Laser. Francisco Chiazza. That's where my problem lies. You know. Yeah. Laser didn't beat me. But Frankie Francisco it lost it for me. So, but yeah, so you had that huge run last year. You and all the exotic youth guys. What was that like, man? Just, just, just collecting belts and checks everywhere you went. You know, it was pretty wild because the first singles title that I won was the, the Lionheart, Lionheart yeah. Championship, and that's honestly where it start because started. Uh, because right after the Lionheart Championship, I got the GIPW Tag Team Titles with Zach. And then it was the WrestleForce titles, which is Bob Keller's promotion. So yeah, course, I guess yeah. he does like us. Yep. Uh, a little kayfabe there. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it was just at the at the time it was just one after another, and literally I had to use a duffel bag to carry them all around. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. Like I've even got it in my car now because I've got three right now. So yeah. and they're not even the ones pictured. So <laughs> so that's something that's. Uh, pretty cool there so it's one of those things that once your momentum starts you better get ready to work because yeah. if you're not willing to put in the miles if you're not willing to you know put in the the road time I mean it's it's not going to work out and I mean there's a lot of people that don't know my backstory and I really don't have like the dramatic oh I came from nothing type story but at the same time I was just a kid who decided I want to do this. Like I always watched wrestling, and it was uh, it was never about the titles or the, the fame or anything. It was just what I wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, my granddaddy used to take me to uh, all the independent scenes um, around the Warner Robins and Central Georgia area. And so when when he passed, uh, the promotion that he took me to, uh, we actually um, there was a uh, there was a promotion in Fort Valley, Georgia. They had closed, uh, and it was AWN, All-Star Wrestling Network. And when I was in high school, like recently, let's see, yeah, I just graduated. Uh, they, they opened back up. And so me and a buddy of mine, we went to uh, one of the shows, and I saw a guy that I knew, and I was like, I didn't know he wrestled. And next thing you know, I, I texted him after the show. I was like, hey, man, how do you get into this? And he goes, meet me up here on Sunday. There you go. And I was like, all right, this is kind of sketchy, but let's let's see what let's see what happens. So that Sunday comes, and me and my dad run a donut, a donut 5K, which is uh, halfway through. You eat six Krispy Kreme donuts, and then run the other half. Me, I just took the box with me. My dad ate the donuts at the halfway <laughs> mark and ran. There's actually a picture of him. He's he's shoving the last one down of mine. So he ate a whole dozen donuts on the on the uh, 5K. I was like, yeah, I can't do that if I'm going to do this training thing. So fast forward, we get done with that, and I'm like, well, time to put my money where my mouth is. Let's go, uh, let's go bump. Yeah. And uh, I had no idea what I was getting myself into, and never had stepped foot in a ring. Just saw one like everybody else. They say they want to do it, but then never chase it. So. Well, I mean, like you even said, you know, he, you, you send him that message, how do I do this? And then immediately you're granted with an opportunity. But you could have quickly went, I don't like how that sounds. Yeah. I'm not going to do this. But, I mean, that's that's the story of this business. We've yeah. all gotten text messages that didn't sound right, but we're like, oh, I'm not in a position if to not it's take not, a chance. If it's not sketchy, it's not wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
I've, I've, I mean, I've gotten in the ring with Bob before, and uh, and just driving through the fucking backwoods of South Carolina after three and a half hours in the car, I was like, I don't know if I should have done this. Yep. <laughs> just to get in the ring for two hours and then immediately drive three and a half hours back, but I'm glad I did. You know? And I saw a picture, on, I think it was Twitter, or it may have been Facebook the other day, and it talked about the life of like an indie wrestler, and it's like, we literally drive all of these miles and drive hours upon hours for sometimes five minutes, 15 minutes in the ring just to travel five hours back home again, little pay, and then just to go to your shoot job on Monday and yep. your boss, everybody asks you, how was your weekend? And you just go, good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, eh. And literally like that's, that's the life. I mean, you just, you don't think about it. Like, I mean, I'm looking at the empty or empty gym right now and it's like, you know, this is going to be full, like whether these people boo me or cheer me tonight, because hell, no one really knows what's going well, on. Well, so. we're all really fucking confused yeah. as, to what, as to how to treat you, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's just, you know, I, I just remember being that kid with my granddad sitting in the audience, and if I can make one kid in the audience feel the way that I used to feel, I've done my job. And I mean, there's, um, I don't know if I should say his name or not, because I really don't know how old he is, but there's a, there's a guy... A uh, young guy, I should say. Uh, he literally a fan, and he follows me and Exotic Youth everywhere. He used to, uh, when I wrestled at that Fort Valley promotion, after I got trained, uh, he would dress up like me. He would wear the short shorts because at the when I first started, I wrestled in loafers, chubby shorts, and two polos. The only thing that stuck is the two polos because everything else, I blew my knee out and I said I need safer gear. But. Um, yeah, and this kid, I mean, I've watched him grow up. Uh, I mean, he's grown a mullet out like Zach. He's, I mean, he cut it off because he said it got too hot. But, I mean, this kid, I mean, he's, he'll go anywhere. I mean, he's been anywhere from Augusta, and he drags his parents with him. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just surreal because it's like I made this kid feel a certain type of way about me to the fact that, you know, he kind of wants to be me. And like, That's awesome. And it, it means a lot because, I mean, uh, I don't know if you were with Larry Otto at the time, but a couple of years ago uh, we did like a show at the football field in Forsyth, mm -hmm. and uh, he actually won the costume contest because he was dressed like me. And so he's was, – Was this 2020 in Forsyth? Uh, this wasn't the IWN event where we wrestled. No, 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 no. Uh, no it was before that. No, it was. This was like peak, like pandemic was still going on. Yes. It was, I think the first Impact Plus show. Is that the one that you're talking about? Um, Gallows wrestled like Air Paris that night. I think so. I think that may have been the night with No Way Jose. Yeah, No Way Jose was there, yeah. Yes, 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 it was. Because it was like 49 degrees. I had to wrestle Fry. And it yes. was for the Lionheart Championship. And that was not the night No Way Jose was there. Because Fry and I were a uh, main event that night. And uh, it was so cold. Well, I remember the night that, that you were... That that uh, in Forsyth that night that in No Way was there. That was the first time I'd ever saw you. I hadn't mm -hmm. started with Lariato yet. I I don't think I'd started with Talking Shop yet. No, I didn't. But I was I was friendly with Gallows at the time. Yeah. Um, but I, that was the first time I saw you. And you know those outdoor Lariato shows. You didn't go to those to watch Mad Classics. It was no. just look. We're all cooped up inside. Yeah. This is fun. You know. 
when I saw you get in the ring as literally the very first time I've ever laid eyes on you, you had the dark hair, you didn't even have the blonde yet, you know. Y'all see you out there with the double polo waving the fucking Saturdays for the boys flag. Which will make its return tonight. Love it. And I'm sitting Baby there. face Bryce in the house <laughs> with the Saturdays are for the boys flag. That's gonna pop the room for sure. But like when I'm seeing you get in the ring, I like before you even fucking got into a hole and I looked in the life, I said, this fucking guy gets it. I like right out of my mouth. This dude knows the fucking assignment. I always appreciated that about you. That, and I've seen you, and we talked about it a little bit off air a minute ago, in some positions that aren't exactly ideal. But you still go out there and you do what you have to do, and you not only do that, but you do it to the best of your abilities every time. And I love that so much about you. I don't mean to put you over because no. I do the opposite <laughs> on commentary. I'm supposed to, but this is the one time I get to be nice to you, and I'm kind of enjoying it. Yeah, no. To me, it's just it's just a work ethic thing. I mean, it's like you're not always going to be the guy who gets that 30 minute main event match. You're not always going to be the guy who gets the first match to get everybody, you know, intrigued into the night. You're not going to be the guy that, you know, messes up every move and everybody remembers that. Be the guy that stands out just by looking at him. Yeah. Because I was just at I was just telling you guys I was just at the gas station and I mean the, this blonde hair is real I mean I, I wear it 24/7 I mean it's not something I just spray paint on before every show and so I go to the gas station to get a couple energy energy drinks and uh, the lady asked me she goes how do you get your hair to stand up like that and I have to tell her I'm like a lot of product oh, it's, it's a lot. Uh, hairspray and I'll, I'll put a cheap plug maybe they'll sponsor me Suavecito that's go. what I use pomade. But it's speaking just, of cheap plugs real quick, they do work because this morning, because, you know, most times, I mean, obviously people that are listening can't see this. I'm wearing a collar and elbow shirt right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I wear these on show days just because, A, they're the most comfortable fucking they shirt really you can buy. And B, I mean, it's wrestling. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I like the guys over collar and elbow. I cheap plugged them this morning on Twitter mm -hmm. and just kind of by on a side was like, hey, what's a brother got to do to get one of those promo codes? Now I'm an ambassador of collar and elbow. That's awesome. As of about three hours ago so, Dang, I so need they to hit up work. Rob and see if he can get your boy a, there you go. a frat promo code well we need to get a frat daddy shirt <laughs> on on the uh, collar and elbow once they get that new site up and going. I would love that um, yeah it uh I guarantee you we're about to get interrupted by Vernon Love guarantee oh, you I haven't holy shit I haven't seen him in so long dude. yeah he, he Oh he my looks god, different. he stopped dying. He stopped dying the hair. Yeah. Oh, oh, main event heat listeners. I wish you guys could fucking see this. Vernon Love stopped dying the hair. We're, we're, so we're, we're not going to look at him. I guarantee you, he, we're just going to be conversating over here. He's just going to come over here. Oh, and, of course he is. Yeah. And so, we're going to let him. No, I'm no, going to oh, let, no, let him. I will let him. And then he'll be like, oh god, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> Vernon is one of the <laughs> nicest people ever. Of course. He, uh, he means well. His <laughs> actions are. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Uh, he means well. well. That's the best way to. He'll I, wreck your Escalade, but he means well. Speaking of the Forsyth Lariato shows, I remember there was one, and I think it was the night that Fry and I wrestled that main event. He, <laughs> so they had the, um, no, this was I think the night at No Way Jose because because it was uh, filming for um, Impact Plus. They had the table that TJ mm -hmm. uh, was was set up on, so his camera could be high enough for a. Uh, for a um, hard cam shot, and Vernon backed the uh, Lariato truck into the table, <laughs> and it was one of the best things I've ever oh seen. God, Everybody's just talking, and then all of a sudden, you yeah. just hear it, <laughs> and we were just like, "What is going on here?" And then we just look, and there's a truck just on top of the table. I fucking love that. Vernon Love, what's going on, brother? I almost didn't recognize you, man. How you been? Look like Johnny Gayton. You, you, you know who Johnny Gayton is?
Oh, okay. Johnny Dayton. <laughs> All right, we're going to cut that yeah, part we'll out of the podcast. Yeah, we'll have to cut that out. <laughs> oh, I'm so... <laughs> Vernon Love. Vernon Love, Vernon Love ladies uh-huh, and gentlemen. Uncle uh-huh, Vernon Love. <laughs> Stop making me work, Vernon. <laughs> I've got... I was... This interview was going so good, I didn't have to cut anything out. Now I'm going to have to cut at least two things out. Well, Where were we? I don't know, man. But Vernon Love just, just caught me off guard. But, but is this... So I've, we were talking about you are working babyface tonight, which, you know, we'll see how that goes. But have you ever worked babyface before? I have. Uh, how it long was very, has it been? <laughs> oof, two years, maybe. Or, nah, um, maybe a little over a year and a half. It was KLT in Rome. Okay. They had us babyface just because those rednecks up there, I mean, they, they love exotic youth. Those are something... I am. Uh, I have not worked in Rome since summer of 2021, mm-hmm. and I am happy with that. And if it's, I'll look. I know I'm not supposed to bury the towns, but I'll bury fucking Rome, Georgia all day long. Rome, Georgia. I mean, the the best thing I can say about them is their fans are committed. Sure, you know, and I, I started my career there. I wish I would have started my career the night after in Lions. Yeah. But. That was a that was a fun weekend. The Rome on Friday, Lions on. Uh, Saturday? Yep. Uh, and then was there somewhere Sunday? Did we ever do a triple shot? Yes, or we, did a, we, we did a triple shot that summer last year. The the first, we did the double shot Friday, Friday Rome, Saturday in Lions. That was the weekend I made my debut. That's right. Then that summer we did Friday in Rome, Saturday here in Dublin, and then Sunday in Lions. That's right. Yeah. So that's we've right. done both. Yeah, but, that was a wild weekend just because that's whenever – uh, I worked uh, Gallows, D'Lo, and Mike Knox, Aces and Eights, yeah. and that was a wild one for me because I had no idea until I got there and they told me and I was... Well, that match had changed quite a lot. There was supposed mm-hmm. to be a bunch of, like, I know Zicky was supposed to be in that match at one mm-hmm. point and then wound up getting moved off of that. Yeah. But yeah, that, and that was, like I said, that was that was the night I made my debut and what a fucking show to debut. Yeah. Jesus. That was, I, I still love that match. Oh, yeah. I still will go back and watch that that match with you guys and and, uh, and, and fucking Aces and Eights. It was so much fun. The, the best part about that match to me is uh, Matt Odom. Him and I, I mean, we've got a feud in Savannah yeah. that, I mean, literally we bled out together in a ladder match. And that was like a couple of months before. And then next thing you know, we're tagging in that match. Yeah. So I was like, ah, well, I hope nobody sees this. But uh, <laughs> indie wrestling, indie wrestling. Like of you course. can't. Well, you know, I mean, like you're going to be a baby face here, but you're a fucking heel everywhere else right now. Yeah. Indie wrestling. It is what and it is. I mean, you just got to study stuff. I mean, it's yeah. like knowing how to be the the frat daddy but just a nice one i guess like just being a some of the crowd can get behind i mean it's like rick flair i mean of course he doesn't he he changes very little exactly but gets two completely different reactions each time all you got to do is cheat and look at the crowd and smile like hey yep and don't tell the rep eddie guerrero got (laughs) that shit for a long time just wink that's all you gotta do just give him a little wink and a nudge you'll be all right but so i wanted to talk a little bit about exotic youth you guys are the epitome of lightning in a bottle, and that bottle has lasted for quite a while, and it's probably going to continue to last for quite a while. How did you guys get together? That is actually a funny story. Um, so I will give a shout-out to Coastal Empire Wrestling in Savannah, Georgia, uh, because if it weren't for CEW, we probably wouldn't be together. Okay. Um, and it's not that they put us together. It's just they introduced us together. So, before uh, Coastal Empire Wrestling started, they used to do um, 
little podcast on Facebook, uh, and they were they were live, and so whoever was the person they were introducing to the audience uh, for their roster, because they were building their roster is pretty much what they were doing, but they were yeah. getting their fans familiar with the, the roster. Yeah. And so I was the first one, uh, and so you know there was a little bit of engagement, a little bit of views, and then it grew, it grew, it grew, and each each week I would comment on there. I mean, just being Bryce Cannon, I mean, just, I didn't care if they were faced, I didn't care if they were heel, I would just dig into them. To the point everybody thought I was an asshole, legit. And uh, I was like, no, no, that's not me. It's literally just engagement. Like, you know, you want to build some stuff. So Zach was on there and it was just listed as Zach. Like he was the only one that was going to be on there because Zach and Pepperbottom were already a, they weren't a team. Uh, it was just Zach and Peps would manage him. Peps was still uh, new to the business. So I was commenting on there and Zach was getting heated at the stuff that I was saying. <laughs> well, then Peps starts speaking and I'm like, this dude right here is literally trying to do two voices like, and trying to be two different people. Like, what is this crap? I had no idea. I had no idea there were two people. And so like, I'm just like, shooting on him and whatnot and then uh so finally the first show comes about and uh i show up zach and pep show up and i was like oh crap there's two of them <laughs> and like we we shit the one guy the yeah we legit like did not like each other like there was heat like they thought i was serious i didn't think they were serious but i was like well <laughs> shit if these guys don't like me i'm not gonna like them you know and then uh we we met and I want to say actually before we we had the show I'd like went to Robert Gibson school and trained with him and that's where we like officially like kind of met but it was only Zach yeah I think Peps may have been there but I remember Zach being in there and I remember like it was a night that Scratch was doing his uh his little podcast thing and so uh some chooch named Skrilla the Great trying to get his five seconds of fame off Bryce Cannon. What's new? What's what? What's new? Um, trying to get Feud of the Year off of another Exotic Youth member. Oh, shit. But uh, anyways, anywho. So I went and trained with him, and it was the night, like I said, Scratch was doing the podcast, and at this point they had gone to video. It wasn't just audio. So we like got the link and shot in there, and uh, we were all three on video for the first time. And once we quit, Scratch texted us and said, holy shit, there's something there. And so I left, and we never hung out or anything, but we got to the show, and Zach and Pep showed up. And, uh, I mean, we just hit it off. It was like we had been friends for 10-plus years. Like, and then we decided, like, hey, like, you know, you guys are already starting, like, the exotic youth name. Like, and they had just started it, like, a month or two before they had met me so it wasn't like a thing yet and then like once like all three of us like because i had different connections that they didn't have and stuff like that and i mean it just branched out and blew up and we made it happen and the rest is literally history because yeah. you guys have been making it especially according to the folks over at uh, georgia wrestling history who you know uh, I, i'll give them props because the, the brands that they do watch they are watching good shit they yeah. have yet to nominate me for broadcaster of the year so <laughs> clearly they're fucking up but you know you you won wrestler of the year 
this yeah. past year? How'd that feel? Well, it was male performer. Male performer. Right? Well, I didn't want to say it like that because it sounds like we're talking yeah, about the porn awards or something. You're, you're like giving that. me too much credit whenever you say wrestler of the year. But we've got yeah, NWA yeah. star Brett, oh, yeah. Brett Buffet coming in. Oh, yes, sir. You're on it. NWA star. Brett Buffet just interrupted the podcast. My bad. Did not know this was going down. But yeah, shout out to my boy Bryce. Oh, man. Well, I tell you what, Bryce, on that note, we got a lot of people starting to come in here now the gym in Dublin, Georgia. Catch Larry Otto on Impact Plus. Is there anything you want to plug before we get out of here, Bryce? You know, my social medias, I'm terrible at remembering the name of it, but you can just look up Real Bryce Cannon. I should pop up. He's uh, the good-looking guy that was on Dark a couple of weeks ago. Oh, stop it! I, you know, best the Enzy King. I'll make it. I'll make it. I'll make it. I'll make a T-shirt. I love that. But I mean, other than that, I mean, pro wrestling tees, our exotic youth stuff is on there. All you got to do is, uh, you know, search exotic youth. Um, we'll be at any show you see us at. Merch tables available. We've got new shirts out. Um, I'm getting some new shirts with a different uh, logo on it that's pretty cool. Uh, it's White Claw inspired and, um, of course it is. you know, hope to get that uh, collar and elbow hook up soon. Well, you know, now that you know a guy that's in there, maybe we can figure it out. But, uh, yeah, collar and elbow. Hey, you guys are listening to this. I know you do. I know you guys are fans. Wes, let's go ahead and uh, let's hook my boy Bryce up. Let's hook up Exotic Hey, Youth. they follow me. They follow me, too. <laughs> that's just, I was shocked. I was just shocked as anybody else whenever it happened this morning. So, yeah, uh, uh, collarandelbow.com. Use promo code HEAT, by the way. Get I don't know how much off it is. I haven't looked yet. But 10, 20%. Probably like 1%. Something. Yeah, 1% or whatever it is. As long as it's tax, it's fine. But, yeah, this is definitely – we're going to call this part one right now because we have got – to sit down with you and the rest of Exotic Youth. I was promised some WrestleMania fun. stories, and we need oh, all three of you guys oh for those. Oh, gosh. Oh, what a oh, week. Man. Oh, that's another rabbit gonna, hole. You do saying. not want to get gonna, down. We're going to have to do that soon. We're going to have to get all three of us, or all three of you guys sit down, and we'll have to do that. But Well, hey, who man. knows? Maybe in the future, October 29th, we'll all be in the same building. That is correct. October 29th, we are all in the same building. So we'll do that. Bryce, thank you so much, man. No problem. I want to thank Bryce so much one last time for doing that interview with me. It was a lot of fun. That is not going to be the last time that you hear from Bryce Cannon on this show. We've got to find a way to get him, Mosley, and Pepperbottom on here to tell those WrestleMania stories. They've been getting fucking hyped up to me for months, so I cannot wait to hear them. I've got a couple of WrestleMania weekend stories myself. Maybe you'll hear those in that episode as well. Like we said during the interview, we were in Dublin, Georgia at the Lawrence County Middle School or 6th grade academy, I guess it is over there, and uh, we had a few run-ins from people. We were getting ready for the show. We could have kept the interview going even longer, but you know, people were starting to get in, and we had to go and do our round, shake everybody's hands, say hello, because Lord knows they were going to come to that fucking merch table that we were sitting at and talk to us whether we were recording or not but it was a great time I had such a fucking blast this weekend working with Larry Otto I I've talked on this show before if you guys go way way back in the back catalog whenever I talked about my top 10 favorite matches I spoke very highly of progress wrestling and uh, a really cool thing that I got to do this weekend was work with the first ever progress heavyweight champion Nathan Cruz that was that was such an honor for me he's such a cool guy he's a very very talented wrestler he he was in a tag team match earlier in the show and him and the END and Skrill the Great did such a great job of firing up the crowd it was a great show guys if you have not checked out Lariato Pro on the Impact Plus app do that shit right now it's not just 
some of the best wrestling in Georgia. It's some of the best independent wrestling you're going to see. The names that we get to come through there, it's it's nothing short of amazing. And I always have such a fucking blast working at Lariato for sure. We actually announced this weekend that the next time that we're going to be back in Dublin at the Lawrence County 6th Grade Academy is going to be November 12th. And we're going to have a special guest general manager, and it's Eric fucking Bischoff. Holy shit, guys. I'm going to get to work with Eric Bischoff in a few months. I cannot wait. But yeah, check out Lariato. Check him out on Impact Plus. If you haven't already got the Impact Plus app, you are fucking up left, right, and center. You need to download that app right now. One other thing that does get brought up in this podcast, and it is very true. I was not bullshitting you guys. I am now an ambassador for Collar and Elbow. I absolutely love those guys. I love their t-shirts. I, as a shoot, wear a collar and elbow shirt almost every single wrestling show that I, A, attend, or B, am working. If I'm not wearing a collar and elbow shirt, then I'm probably wearing one of my specific pro wrestling t-shirts. But let me tell you something, and, and, and that's, the, that's the comparison a lot of people bring up whenever it comes to collar and elbow is pro wrestling tees. I like pro wrestling tees. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's really easy to get a design on pro wrestling tees to get your own store open up. That's why so many people use them. And obviously, there there is a vast array of different wrestlers and referees and managers and so on of, of their gear that you can get off Pro Wrestling Tees. Let me tell you what I think Collar and Elbow does better than them. If you buy a shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees and you want a soft style shirt, first of all, if you order just a regular shirt, it's a very uncomfortable, thick cotton gildan shirt. If you want a soft style shirt, you got to pay like an extra four bucks. And if you're like me, if you're a heavy set guy, there's a fat tax on those shirts. If you get anything like 2X and above, you got to pay a few extra bucks for that. So instead of spending the advertised $20 on a shirt there, before taxes and fees, I'm paying almost $30 a shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees. Not collar and elbow. There is no fat tax. There is is no premium cotton tax because they give you the best quality shit right out of the gate. Go check out collarandelbow.com today. Use the promo code HEAT at checkout. H-E-A-T. Save you a few bucks. That's right. Collarandelbow.com. Use the promo code HEAT at checkout. And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to another great episode of Main Event Heat. Thank you once again, Bryce Cannon, for sitting down with me and doing that interview. If you guys have any questions or feedback or suggestions for the show, literally anything, you can hit me up at maineventheat at yahoo.com. I think the plan is hopefully next week we're going to be doing a Q&A episode. I was probably going to do it this week, but whenever me and Bryce talked about doing this interview, I was like, no, we got to get this done. So I think next week we're going to do the Q&A episode. So make sure you get those questions submitted. You can, like I said, do so by sending them to maineventheat at yahoo.com. You can, of course, follow me on social media, Twitter and Instagram at SweetSexyRob. If you would like to support the show, you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Rob Weathers and pick up a shirt. Or you can go pick up a shirt at CollarAndElbow.com and use the promo code HEAT at checkout. That is HEAT, H-E-A-T, at checkout. Save you a few bucks. And once again... Thanks for hanging out.